Josh. I'm Josh. And I'm not Josh, but together we are Joshing, Joshing Around in Air. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. Um, gents, it's lovely to see you. You too, yeah. Um, oh, guys, I actually, I completely forgot about this. I've got a gift for you guys. Not a gift, but like a gift for our session. Oh, Christmas has come early. <laughs> I don't even know if this is like your vibe, so please tell me not to do it if it's not your thing. But I was just in my room and I was like, oh, you know what we need? Just to like relax and have a nice chat about Conquest. Here's a nice little rhubarb and elderflower <laughs> scented candle. I mean, it's like... <laughs> It, it wouldn't have mattered how many guesses you would have given me. <laughs> <laughs> I would have never ended up there. Yeah. I just thought you were more like a musk man. <laughs> <laughs> so, were you trying to say? Yeah, I, yeah, just... man, I like the, the subtle uh, kind of fruity Amazing. sense from, um, you know, Sainsbury's Habitat, rhubarb and elder. <laughs> Sorry, show me the description is juicy rhubarb paired with a fresh apple and a hint of vanilla. That is my favourite sort of rhubarb. So yeah, let's do it. Right, I'm just going to like this one. I really didn't realise it was going to be a gift that the the listeners at home cannot appreciate in yeah, any yeah, way, yeah. shape, or form. So I'm just they will have got lovely ASMR of me lighting the candle. Well, hope oh, you guys, I'm going to like this. Smells great. <laughs> <laughs> This smells banging. I'm loving it. Right. It looks very festive as well. I have no idea what date this is dropping, like March 2024, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Probably like that. But we are recording in December 2023. <laughs> um, At Sainsbury's, we're very open to a sponsorship deal here. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know, Sainsbury's sponsors hit us up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Cool. Let's do our listener question. Now that the mood is set. Um, so this is from one of our lovely listeners. Uh, this is, hi Josh, your discussion questions, sorry, your discussions have me pondering. Hmm. If you were a pheromancer, how would you navigate the challenges of underspire politics while honing your abilities? Inquisitively, Josh. This person's also called Josh. Oh, a listener who's also called yeah, Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a coincidence. Yeah, definitely it? a real listener as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I suppose I ought to field it first as mm. the resident Spires player. Exactly. Uh, it feels to me like an important tension because you it's important to keep on honing one's abilities. What was the first time? Oh, do, uh, navigating under Spires politics. Yes, yeah. yes. Specifically at the under Spire. Yeah. Never want to raise one's head above the parapet too far because that exposes you to all sorts of unpleasant consequences. Of course. Um, and so a quiet corner for experimentation, which is a good conversation starter. Yep. Okay. Okay. And so, you know, it's got that networking aspect to it. Nice. And then it comes with a nice side effect of stumbling upon, you know, a successful sequence of pheromances that, mm. you know, work well on the battlefield okay hopefully give you a bit of renown okay yeah not too much though you don't want to put your head up up above the water right? no that the role of a pheromancer is mm. very clear keep me with the drones mm. Th these you know these objects that have no thoughts or feelings and yeah. you know can't do anything for themselves that, that's okay being in you know herding them around that's all right but you don't want to go mixing around with 
projecting you know your avatar no no we'll leave that to the uh the upper echelons yeah 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 Yeah, i'm glad you touched on that uh, thing you said earlier sam actually because i've always said this about the underspine the most important thing um in your uh, career as a ferromancer is the networking so i'm glad you i'm glad you brought that up (laughs) Uh, there we go well thank you life as well (laughs) Exactly, exactly, exactly. Because <laughs> this is the podcast that likes to add value. <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify, <laughs> so much he is a <laughs> professional coach. <laughs> so uh, you guys are getting some uh, some coaching literally free of charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the price of your Spotify or whatever podcast <laughs> subscriber you use, you are getting some quality content. Um, excellent. So, Sam, me and you had a game the other day. Mm. Um, we had a match. What was it? Maybe a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. Um, and that was a fun game. Um, should we talk about that? Yeah. I think it would be a good place to start for you to quickly summarise your list. Yes. I know we talked about it in I the previous episode. Bring it up right now. Okay. Uh, this is called Cornford List November 23, because this was literally the uh, Josh, uh, the list that Josh said in the last podcast um, about our meme list. Mm. And I heard it, and I thought, that was great. I think I made a couple changes here and there, but it was great. So it's got three warbands. The first one is a chapter mage. She's doing some fire spells, and she's doing a bit of shooting, um, because she is with her bros, the mercenary crosswoman. Mm. Um, and she's also got two other mercenary crossbowmen in her warband. So, you know, if uh, <laughs> if there was a visual for this, I'd have a mercenary crossbowman counter in the corner <laughs> as I read this list out, because there's quite a few. Uh, then it is the Priory Commander, uh, the Crimson Tower. He's bringing um, four stands of Crimson Tower and four stands of, four more stands of Crimson Tower. So that's double block of Crimson Tower. Um, no Ash and Dawn yeah I forgot about that yeah mm. and then the last warband is the Imperial Officer with a mercenary crossbowman a mercenary crossbowman a mercenary crossbowman mm. and a steel legion of five five block uh, so that's basically yeah six crossbowmen a steel legion and two blocks of Crimson Tower Crimson Tower yeah <clears throat> Yeah, so that is one meme list, and that was playing against my meme list mm. called Pigeons and Spiders. And in the way yes. that I described it in the last episode, um, I introduced far too much diversity into the list, and so I yeah. took it away, and I um, I neatened it up a little bit. And so what I ended up with is two warbands, both led by a ferromancer. <laughs> nice. One, oh, one has got... question nailed it today. <laughs> <laughs> one has got two blocks of... Strix, six stands in each, and an abomination. And then the Ferromancer is projected into a set of brute drones. Mm. And the second warband, the Ferromancer is in with a set of force-grown drones, a big block of eight, um, and with another block of Strix and then two abominations. So what we've got is three sets of Strix, three abominations, and force-grown drones and brute drones because that's the only way to bring the rest of them <laughs> yes. on, basically. Yeah, 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 there's yeah, no yeah. option other than to do that. Yeah. Um, and now I've got a play-by-play of the match that we um, that we had. Mm. We use the grind them down scenario, so that's the one with a yes. big objective zone in the middle, and then four little ones. 
and we were scoring points. You get one point for each zone and an extra two if you're holding two or more. And then yeah. you have to declare a zone at the begin a little zone at the beginning of each turn. And if you get into that one, you get an extra three. Yes. So and that was if you were if you weren't already in it and yeah. then you got into it in that turn you got the extra you get an extra three yeah yeah nice. <clears throat> yeah so i remember that from lgt it was a lot of like back and forth thing taking mm. and retaking zones and you kept swapping over and getting more and less points well mm. yes well that's it's it's important actually that the way to maximize the points there is to have nothing from the opponent nearby and then to just hop between two zones mm. so mm. you get your point for holding it an extra three points for stealing it so that's four points basically for free. And if you can do that multiple turns in a row, that's, that'll take the game. So um, turn one, um, it's important to note that the, one of the upgrades I'd given that second Faramancer in with the Force Ground Drones gave them flank and double time. And so turn one, I had brought on two sets of Strix and my Force Ground Drones, and both of them had run up a significant distance. So the Force Ground Drones were at 16 inches, Strix were up 20 inches each. Uh, on the other side of the table, we had four Strix. sets of mercenary crossbowmen and the chapter mage. Yes. Come on right at the beginning. Cool. So they were on the same flank, yeah. Yeah. And the the view from where I was standing <laughs> was that all of them had walked at precisely the same distance and almost reached from one edge of the table to the other, just lining up in one thin <laughs> line. <laughs> and oh, I man, was running up ready Vanguard. to take it. Uh, no scoring there because there were no scoring units on. No problem. This is easy. Right. Turn two then. Two more sets of mercenary crossbowmen come on. So that's all six on. Mm -hmm. And a set of brutes. Now, I've made an important note here, and I haven't noted who it was that suffered it, that there was somebody tried to charge, and the rolling the target they were needing to roll is two, and they failed. I think that was you. That probably was me, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, with my force-grown drones not quite getting... Into yes, your because I got mage. another round of shooting into them yeah, before that. I took any aura of death. I mean, we'll talk about that later. Oh, yeah, so note that because that could have been a significant moment. Yeah. Um, another joyful moment that happened in turn two is that the mercenary crossbowmen, one of the new units that you'd brought on, landed on top of a hill so that they could see everything. <laughs> so they were going to be the ones that would yes. just do everything, yep. and they missed every single shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I forgot about that. Uh, turn three, on come the Steel Legion and the Crimson Tower. So that's the entire army on, and I get my final set of Strix on, which hadn't managed to come on the previous turn, um, and an Abomination, and my Strix really got to work, crashing into the side mm. of one and into the front of another, and each time they touched a set of mercenary crossbowmen, oh, they just it. died straight away. Melted. One turn. Yeah. So, well done, Strix. Um, I also had to use, because of the or getting all of these shots into the force ground drones, I mm. had to use the Ferromancer's ability to unbreak my unit when I would have done, used it to do yes. something a bit more clever. So I wasn't healing as much as I mm. would have liked to have done. So again, that's important. But the score at the end of turn three was 4-0 to me. Yeah. Uh, turn four, the second set of Crimson Tower, I said that wrong, it wasn't your entire army, because your second set of Crimson Tower, the one with the Priory Commander, came on behind this little oh, rock. Yeah. 
just ready for probably the most controversial moment of the game, which will be happening <laughs> beginning of next turn. Um, and my other two abominations come on. My force-grown drones with my Pharomancer finally are about to do something and they get shot and die before they have made contact. <laughs> so that is so, yeah, 450 cause... points that I had invested in yeah. them. Oh, man. Just disappeared. Didn't do a single point of damage. Oh. The worst part was... was was that they had Aura of Death 4, right? Or something like that. Yeah, I think that's right, yeah. And so they charged into whatever was in front of them. Probably that's some, right. Probably some Mercenary yeah. Crossbowmen. Yeah, it was. But because I had so many Crossbowmen, I just kept activating the other ones and shooting <laughs> your Force-Grown Drones until they died. Yeah. So then when the regiment finally activated, the regiment had it was It had already disappeared, yeah. That was very annoying because all I was thinking, all I need is one stand to survive because yeah. I can heal it back up yes, and it'll course. start doing damage. And then once you Mercenary mm. Crossbowmen, you'll take an aura of death. You're not going to last long. Oh, yeah, but they just died to a stiff did breeze. it. Um, the Steel Legion managed to lose a stand fighting against some Strix, and I think that it was purely on lethal demise. Yes, that that yeah, happened. yeah, they are. Strix are the perfect little uh, reciprocal for Steel Legion because yeah. you're just like, great, oh, that's that's lovely that you do all of that damage. I guess you'll just take it back. Um, and here came one of the most significant tactical choices of the game. The Crimson Tower was sitting back. And Josh audibly tried to walk through this decision. Am I going to move forward and score? That's so indecisive. Or am I going to sit back and make sure I don't get charged? Or well, what choice did you go for? I, I, went, for the, I went for the scoring in the My end. Man. I went for the scoring. So that gave him his first point of the game. So end of turn four, it was 12-1 to me. <laughs> It was. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say it must have been a proud moment for you, Josh, to be always me to to choose the objective play over that. But for one measly point, you really didn't feel that great. I mean, if you thought about it a little bit earlier, surely that would have been. Was it a big objective or a small objective? Oh no, no, no it was a small objective that I, I definitely could have chosen to be, but to I decided to choose one on the other on yeah. the flank, which my <laughs> other Crimson Tower we're never going to get to. <laughs> but you're. I, at that point, it wasn't entirely impossible that your Steel Legion couldn't have got there. But because the Strix came into them... Well, no, the Steel Legion were on the same side as that the Crimson Town with the Warlord. The one I picked was on the on my right-hand side flank, your left. Oh, is that There was the basically a, a lone thing of Crimson No, Tower. you moved on to score that one. Oh, I did? The one that you had named was the one where the Steel Legion were approaching. But you hung the... Crimson Tower back when they came on. Oh yes, and then that the Steel Legion yeah, yeah, got charged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. and that was important. Yes, it was because turn five, Sam wins the supremacy roll. Yep. Uh, and at that point, I had won every single supremacy oh, roll. Who has more I cards? Cannot win supremacy. Oh Ooh. me, I'm pretty sure. I mean, surely that many regiments. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, yeah, so, so many I think there ones. might have been a time when we were even, but that was towards yeah. the end of the game. Yeah, after you were killing yeah. a lot of my stuff. And my crossbowmen had all gone. <laughs> um, now then, I, I've, I've written something here, and uh, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense at all. What does it say? I might be well, what it to... says is, 
and it can only have been you that it's referring to. You mm-hmm. used blessed on defense three. Was it my abomination charging into your so yes? Tower, maybe? So that was the contra. What I felt was quite controversial. Was this what happened? Is you won the supremacy, and you were going to activate a different abomination, mm. and then you changed your mind to the abomination that I wasn't even thinking in my brain that you'd go for. No, and you went for it, and I was just like, oh yeah, of course, because abominations just teleport. At 10 inches <laughs> of movement. I'm like, great. And so we kind of spent, I don't know, like 10 minutes figuring out how to get you around this rock. Yeah. And I'm just like sweating because I'm like, mate, he's going to like charge into my Crimson Tower. And if he does that, I lose all of <laughs> all of the Crimson Tower's use. Yeah. <laughs> They're just sitting in front of an A-bomb. So and so, yeah, you, you, we ended up, it was, it was absolutely fine because you had enough movement to get around. Yeah, and what we also did with that was mm. I was measuring 11 inches, which was validating I didn't need to roll for the charge. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually, we didn't even end up rolling. We concluded mm. I probably just manipulated things just to yeah, just get yeah, yeah. tired by that point. You know, we just yeah, wanted to finish Yeah, you definitely pulled a fast one on me as far as If I'd rolled and it was a six, it would definitely have been in. Like, it was... Oh, I mean, it was, it was, I think it was more like the angles of being able to get around the rock and stuff. But once that was fine, because you've got so much movement, there's not even a chance to roll. Like you don't even need to roll. So it was absolutely fine. So my abomination did this little charge just around a corner, crashed into Mm. the Crimson Tower. I hit. Oh no, you know what I did? I did that. And then I had, I did that early. In the previous turn, it must have been because then I used my Pheromancer to double clash mm, yeah. to give decay. So I hit 19 times. You had used Blessed. On one of the attacks. Yeah, and you were on defense three. So it was this, um, it was the Abomination that I took a bunch of hits from. Yeah. So because this is like- it was, so it's Cleave one. This is, I, I don't remember the exact number of dice but you might have it written down. So your abomination went into my Crimson Tower, right? Their defense four from the front because they're three with the shield. Mm-hmm. Uh, your cleave one, okay? So you're obviously taking away that shield, basically, bringing me down to my base defense stat, which is three. Um, and then what happened is I rolled terribly on my defenses from your very good roll. I mean, you've got flurry on the abomination, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's two to three, but it's like... Yeah, you did some good attack rolls. Then I did a defense roll, you know, bombed it. Like, I think I maybe saved like one or two. It was, it was that you had, you let in 11 out of 19 oh, yeah. with a re-roll on defense three. Oh, and that was the final result after the re-roll. Yeah, yeah that was brutal. Um, that was brutal. Wait, you got 19 hits from your abomination. So I think... This is really high quality podcast listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, no, this I happened. Think, this, no, wait. <laughs> I think what it might have been is the Strix into the Steel Legion. Anyway, uh, yes. You, okay. You failed 11 okay. out of 19 on defense three. Yeah. The result, and then there's something else here with failing six out of eight resolve, which had gone down from four to three. So that must be the terrifying from the abomination. Yeah, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you re rolled extra two and yes. it went to eight out of eight 
Yeah, I think so. Something like that. Ah, uh, this. My notes make absolutely no sense here at all. <laughs> Long story short, it was quite annoying for Josh, yes. and um, I used some pheromances. Oh, no, you, um, you played it brilliantly as well. Uh, so at the end of turn five, we'd lost a whole lot of mercenary crossbowmen. They were oh. almost all disappeared by this point. The, the floor was littered with the bodies of, yeah. of, of mercantile. <laughs> one of my, the abomination that I had right in the middle of the table, that one had mm. gone, which was, yeah. I think, the mercenary crossbowmen had finished that one off. Um, and the Strix were really doing their job. Mm. The score at the end of turn five, 19-1. 19-1? Yeah. So oh, the one objective you're on, Sam managed to contest you on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think the Brew Drones were in it or something. Or no, the Abomination. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Abomination. Um, turn six, this is where it turns because Josh wins the Supremacy. Finally. Yes. All on a supremacy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, it is. The pheromantic drive on the abomination kills the abomination. Yes, you make yourself explode, yeah. But it did take two stands off the Crimson Tower, which was important. Yep. Second abomination gets killed by the mercenary crossbowman. Mm -hmm. The brutes with their flurry really did their job and took care of the Steel Legion. Mm. But this is the point where I am now down to basically a block of brew drones and nothing else. Mm. Final score at the end of turn six is 19-8. I won the supremacy turn seven. Faramantic drove the brute drones so that they would clash twice, which was beautiful in taking out the Steel Legion and taking out a whole bunch of Crimson Tower, yeah. but not all of them, yep. <laughs> which meant that then they hit back and basically finished me off. So... End of turn seven, the score was 19-12, and then he just did the jumping from one to the other. So turn eight was 19-19, him mm. by himself. Turn nine, 19-26. Yeah, Crimson Tower that were left would just jump between yeah. two. Yeah. And turn so just ten. move, reform, move, reform, yeah. So final score, 19-33, and both of us felt like we'd lost. That was <laughs> yes! Yes! Uh, yeah, I'm, literally the first thing I said as we figured it out, and we were like, right, that's the score, was like, yeah, I don't feel like I won that. Like, I, I didn't deserve that win, but I guess it just, what it came down to for me was the strength of the list is that the fact that I'm just like, so much of my stuff is dying, but it's fine because it's mercenary crossbowmen and mm. they're just like, they're there to die. And they did their job. And I think there's a couple of times where actually your two abominations were left on like two or three health. Yeah. And you know, two MSUs of uh, Mercenary Crossbowmen and finished them off, right? Mm. And that stopped you scoring even more. Yes. Because I think there was a point in the game where you were using two abominations, just sitting them on objectives and just going, well, you know, that's what they're there for. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think that the list really helped me out there. And it helped out my play style, which is... I don't want to think too much. I'm just going to push something in your face. <laughs> mm. And when it's Mercer and Crossbowmen and stuff like that, it's great. So um, I think it was quite resilient in that sense that even though I lost a few supremacies, got a bit unlucky with some rolling, there was actually enough bodies on the table that I was able to stick around. I think stuff with the that block of four square drones Obviously, it would have been really nice for you if that was still around. And I think that would have made a difference. Mm. Um, Sounds like the scenario yeah. really won it. Because yes. it's like as someone who plays Old Dominion a bit and often 
table someone but only have a Fawn Divinity left, it's rare that one regiment can get you that many points yeah. in like the remaining three turns. Yeah, that's a great point, actually. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, because just that regiment of, I think it was literally one Crimson Tower and one standard and the Priory Commander with him. Oh, yes. Yeah. Just they were just moving back and forth and it just, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, parts of that game were extremely enjoyable. Mm. And I think on both sides, you know, the things Mm. that the lists were created for, which was a lot of fast movement and a lot of shooty shooty. Yes. And both of the lists did exactly what they said on the tin. Oh, I mean, you, you, I'm just imagining, like, you know that scene in uh, The Return of the King where, like, the um, Nazgul are just, like, picking up, like, horse, like, Rohan riders and just, like, <laughs> flinging them across the field. That's exactly what I felt like your Strix were just right. doing to my <laughs> mercenary crossbowmen, right? They're just being flung up into the sky, into the sky by these, like... Yeah, and that's what the Strix wish that they were like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, it's just a lot of wrecking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I got a question for you guys. So, mm. obviously, we try to intentionally make the lists a bit like meme worthy. Mm. If you had to make, like, I don't know, change out one or two regiments to try and make it more legitimate, like mm. something you know you might try at a tournament or something like that, yeah. what changes would you make to the lists? It was 2,000 points, wasn't it? It was 2,000 yeah. points. Yeah. I love having loads of abominations. Three mm. abominations feels brilliant yeah. because you can just do anything. But they do die. So having multiple ones is good. They are quite nice and cheap though, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, how much are they? 160? 150, 160, yeah. yeah. It was great. Hang on. Um oh yeah, to, to say that, yeah, 150. Oh, I was right. I should have should have been more. So I've always been a bit myself. jealous of that as a Nords player cuz I mean, the mountain yacht now was cheap until it recently got nerfed. But yeah, like when you're paying 240, 250 points for an ice or sea yacht now, mm. like just having the models to run three of them is one thing, but also the cost wise of how many points of your army, it's, it's just too much. Mm. Whereas 150, running three of them, it's less than a quarter of your army, isn't it? Oh, well, I mean, when I look at what's performed on the table, it was 450 points for the Force Grown Drones and the Faramancer. That did uh, that actually did nothing apart from taking attacks, and those that was the same amount as the three abominations, which mm. did a lot. So, having lots of abominations definitely a good thing to do. The Strix, I love the Strix. They're probably three units is too many. But that fills up quite a lot. Of <laughs> that slots. was a lot. That was a lot. But the brute drones. With Flurry and Oblivious, I'd given that Pharamancer Aura of Death 6 as well. Mm. So that was just just an extra little something for something mm. that's activating into its face. Um, that did quite well. So I think to turn that one into a tournament-ready list, I'd lose prob- at least one set of Strix. Yep. Maybe replace it with a few more Brute Drones. That would be an easy, an easy list to run. Nice. You know what I missed? I missed your, um, I, well, I say missed. I was glad they weren't there. was your force-grown drone hand grenades. I think those <laughs> are always great fun. So, yeah, you could bring more brute drones, but almost like having a few of them running a bit of interference could be fun as well. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I feel like for something like my crossbowmen, 
I mean, they'd just instantly die. Yes. Right? Yeah. And that would be like, that would feel like, oh, yeah, this has done its work. Yeah. And you'd probably still have a stand left, right? Or maybe like a stand and a half. And that would then run into something else. And you're just mm. like, right. The, 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 the really enjoyable thing about running those mini sets of fourth ground drones mm. with a catabolic node in them is mm. they are designed to die. Yeah. So when yeah. they take shots from distance and they lose a stand, or even if they lose two and mm. get broken, I think... No problem. Right? I'm going to kill it myself anyway. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, as long as I get it in contact, that it's done its job and it's so cheap. Even with the catabolic node, it's 140. So, yeah, you can fit a couple of them in there and it's fun to play. Yeah, I think for for me, what I was missing was a nice block of Ash and Dawn. Mm. I think that would have been nice to 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 play around with. I think just something that would stand up against that big brick of brute drones and just say, see you later to all that damage. Obviously the double clash would hurt, but brute drones don't have cleave. No. Which means when I'm on defense four, you know. As oh, long yeah. as I don't roll horrifically, which, mm. you know, is not guaranteed, um, <laughs> it, it, it should be fine, right? And just something that sticks you there so that then the Ashen Dawn, could, sorry, the Crimson Tower mm. could do what they're meant to do. And I feel like the whole game, I, so one thing I, I spent money on was, um, spent points on, was an upgrade to give the order of the Crimson Tower unit that the, Priory Commander was in, it gives them plus one to their clash value when they perform impact attacks. So it's called Oliphant's Raw. Mm. And I also had to get something called Long Lineage as a mastery <laughs> to be able to give the Priory Commander the ability to buy an heirloom because he can't do that normally, unlike other characters. So you're like, I'm dumping all these points in and I'm like, mm. I really want to use this thing. And I only really got one charge off with them and that was when they were down to like two stands yeah, and yeah. the commander left. And I was like, oh, that sucks. Mm -hmm. But if if I had the Ash and Dawn there anchoring that, then I've got no problem coming in later on with my Crimson mm. Tower and finishing that off. And so I think, yeah, I, I, I did miss that. And I think because they were both blocks of four, I could just replace one block of Crimson Tower with an Ash and Dawn. I think that yeah, should yeah. work out points-wise and probably leave me with a bit of spare pennies to put on standard bearers and things like that. Um, so, yeah, I think that's probably the main change I'd make. <laughs> Apart from, would you reduce the number of units that have most be crossbowmen that you'd run <laughs> no, in? No, no, that's not even a consideration, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> not even a consideration. I mean, yeah, look, okay, there are 105 points each. And I brought, what did I say? Six of them, six, right? Yeah. So it's just like 600, you know, 50, I don't know the math, 600 and something points. But like, I feel like I'd easily spend that on a brick or something. Mm. But I feel like the maneuverability and flexibility it gives you, especially on those activations, because I, I feel like you always get this with Spire, Sam when you activate your force growing drones, you're like, great, which ones which do I one? choose? Yeah. I've got no problem with that. And that gives you so much flexibility. So when you do fail a supremacy role, you're not immediately slapped in the face by it. Yeah. Because you're like, right, okay, maybe the force growing drone unit, I really wanted to go first. 
doesn't go first, but I'm not punished by having to make that unit that just got attacked yeah. now attack itself. I can actually go and do the other thing that I wanted to do, which was I was going to put second. And so I think for the crossbowman, there were a couple of turns where I was just like, oh, actually being able to just always ensure that crossbowman would do something at some point was just like, was just great. Um, mm. So... I in think, fact, that that did punish me this in that game, not having loads of force-grown drones. Yes. Because you had killed the unit with having won a supremacy roll, I think. Right, yes. I and, think that was true. And then yeah. I drew the card and I said to and you, was like, yep. this turn is not going to go well for me because then everything activated after the thing yeah. that you acted into yeah. it. Yeah. Man. But that was a great game. I really enjoyed it. I think, yeah, we did get a little bit tired towards the end, but um, Sam put up with my nitpicking. And, <laughs> and but the, the score was absolutely fair according to the rules of the game. You know, 3319, mm. because you had survived mm. much longer than I did with scoring units and the ability yeah, yeah. to move, that's what that yeah. scenario is kind of designed to set up to do. And it did yeah. show what was good with both lists. So, yeah. Objective. But I, I definitely walked away from that with like a sense of like, oh, I know there's some things I want to do differently. I know there's something different in the list. And I think when you walk away with a win, that's not always a given that you're going to be able to learn from it as well as you are a a loss. Because mm -hmm. you're like, right, I can specifically call out that thing that, yeah. that, that caused me to lose there. Whereas actually like in that, I was like, oh, I still felt like I lost. And I'm thinking <laughs> about all these decisions I made and all these like list choices I, I, I did. I'm just like, right, okay, this would actually help and I think that's like a win-win in that situation but mm. well I think it's interesting chatting to you afterwards you've now been like because before I remember you always used to run like everyone runs one or two mercenary crossbowmen mm, yeah but I feel like now every time I chat to you and you're like sending me a new list you're thinking of there's always quite a few mercenary crossbowmen oh, and it's, it's definitely one you're over to like yeah yeah now it's like rather than like oh just tag one or two in at the end you're like no I think I'm I'm gonna start with at least three or four Mm. Um, but it's definitely interesting hearing about the Crimson Tags. When I built the list, I really thought they would both be guaranteed their charges because I thought there'll be so many speed bumps. There's no way you'll lose your charges. But it's interesting to hear the Abomination still got round and like mm. got in your way and caused you some problems. And Well, yeah. that's the combination of those two lists because the Mercenary Crossbowmen formed at this long line. Mm. And then because everything of mine was up the board so quickly there wasn't the ability to then move forward and create those speed bumps. Right. And then the abomination is so fast that it can just jump in yeah. down the side. So that is what yeah. happened. So I think against something that's a little bit slower moving, mm. it probably would do that. You know, they'd be able to sit behind and then jump, you know, across their own unit. Yeah. Man, I, th I think that's really interesting what you said about like, oh, your list complemented mine in that sense. Because I feel like, Josh, we had this talk the other day, don't we? Probably when we last played, about the fact that, like, doing meme lists is really fun, but it's, you, you can't tell if your list works, because if you're playing against another yeah. stupid list, you're like, well, I mean, it worked against that, but I don't know if this is going to work against, like, a well-put-together, kind of more meta-based army. So if you had run that list against the list you pulled together for LGT... Mm. 100 kingdoms against 100 kingdoms. Yeah. How do you think you would so, have performed? So if I if I did this list versus my LGT mm. list, 
Okay, I'm gonna have to bring on my <laughs> LGT list. I'm not gonna run through it or anything because I just don't, you know. So I'm thinking the one that it. I ran. I had two abominations in that list: incarnate sentinels, two massive blocks of force-grown drones, and some strix. And I was running all, and there was a biomancer in there. That yeah. makes a difference. I was running all sorts of healings and, uh, you know, overcharging things so that they would mm. uh, get lots of extra attacks. I think I would have taken a whole bunch of damage quite early, and I would have healed a, I would have healed a fair bit of it up. But mm. I might, you might have taken out one of the big blocks just because you've got so many arrows. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With six yeah. blocks. Yeah. Now that's a lot of shots that you're getting in if you're in the right position to reach, if you yeah. could target them all at one. And you also did the abominations out. and brutes are all size two. So even if I'm like ranked up and my Mercer and Crossbowmen are all sat behind each other, they are guaranteed to be able to shoot at a brute drone or an abomination within range. Yeah. So you did kill, a, it was eight stands of force ground drones plus the... Faramans, and that's the same size of the blocks I was running in LGT. So it's a good chance that you would have taken out either my scoring high clone executor mm, or okay. the Biomancer. Okay. Yeah. And I wouldn't have been happy about either of those. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 So my LGT list here was a much more combined arms. I think it could have done well against that list. I think it had, it still had lots of activations, which is good. So I think I was on like something like, um, like 12 or something like that, mm. which is quite nice. I think there's like seven, seven regiments. No, not 12. What am I going to say? Seven regiments and three officers. So that's nine activations. Mm. So I, I think that was nice. It was nowhere near as much as I had yeah. for this thing. So I think that would have hurt me. Because actually there was points in the games where I had a couple of regiments at the end mm -hmm. where you were done with your activations and I had a couple of things to play around with. Mm -hmm. And that was that was quite nice. I think um I think that would have not done so well. My my LGT list wouldn't have done so well against your um, abomination and spiders list in that sense. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, I think yeah, I think all of those AP1 shots are really nice. That's what makes Mercenary Crossbowmen. Just being able to plink down the defense so that your plink damage is like reliable plink damage like that. I think I'm almost like, I've got a list for this Sluggers event coming up and it's basically based on, it kind of works and it's, I could have it all painted. So I'm going to stick no. with that. But if you were to tell me I could paint a new army in two seconds and it would be fine. I would definitely be running like, you know, even at 1500 points, I'd run four mercenary crossbowmen hmm. just to be able to play around with that for sure. Wow. New meta emerging. Now that means it's going to get nerfed in the next balance. Oh, 100%. 100%. No, you know what? You know what? I'm. My hope is, is that because mercenary crossbowmen, along with the men at arms, were part of those, um, the original core set, where the cards had the original stat line on. And so what I'm hoping is that because it has AP1 on the cards, they won't change it in the game. 
so mm. that people don't get confused because they haven't changed any of them yet really um i think they actually that's a lie they definitely changed the clash value on the force growing drone since because it's like four stand down to three now but you're right yeah, yeah that has yeah. changed and yeah. it's updated the wording on the abomination one because that is now terrifying one rather than just, just terrifying. terrifying. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Well, gents, I think that was a good one. Um, I think we'll end it there. Um, but thank you very much for listening yeah. um, to our conversation, our very detailed battle report, basically. But yeah, I think it's good. It was a good game. I hope you guys can get something from it. Um, we have an email address, so if you would like to pose us some questions, we will answer to the best of our abilities. Or give us a suggestion of your meme list and we'll try it out. Oh, 100%. If you've got a meme list that, you know, you like the sound of, then send it in to us. Um, who wants to read out the email? Is it me? It. Okay, go on, Josh. At joshingaroundinaya at gmail.com. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> joshingaroundinaya at gmail.com. Brilliant. Right, it'll all be in the description as well. Um, but yeah, thanks again for listening. Goodbye. Yeah. Thank See you. you.